It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The NBA draft lottery is one week away. What are the odds the Thunder get the top overall pick? Plus, let's sim through some tankathon simulation to see what a good result would be and some bad results would be for the Thunder a week from today. Plus, NBA draft stock watch and answering your questions for this week's mailbag. All coming up on today's Lockdown Thunder podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LO Thunder Pod. On today's show, brought to you by Prize Picks, we're going to dive into the NBA Draft Lottery, which is a week away. It's almost here. What does it mean for the Thunder? What are their odds at each pick? And let's sim through some Tankathon simulations to see what would happen if each scenario occurs. So you're prepared for Tuesday. A lot to get into today, plus your mailbag questions, plus some NBA draft stock watch. Tomorrow, we're going to have our Jeremy Sohan player profile and projection. On Thursday, we're going to have our Jalen Duran player profile and projection. And then Friday, we're going to talk with our good friend Mavs Draft on Twitter, Richard Stamen. He also contributes to Lockdown NBA Big Board on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We're going to talk about Shaden Sharp on Friday with him and also uh, discuss just all things NBA draft ahead of next week's lottery. And the combine happens next week as well. So for those of you unfamiliar with the draft process, we're kind of need a refresher. Uh, next week, we'll have the lottery and also the combine. And at the combine is where you start to hear things that are happening. It'll start earlier than the combine because of the G League uh, camp as well. But the G League camp uh, and the NBA Combine, those are where you start to get leaks from agents. You get to talk to agents and feel how the things are going and how processes are going. I believe we're going to get to talk to the uh, prospects via Zoom again this year um, You know, during the draft to see who they've worked out with, if they want to reveal that list. I remember, teams nor players have to reveal that list. And so for the Thunder, they don't reveal it. Other teams, though, they not only reveal the list, but like you know, like tell you when they're here and, and let you interview them. Personally, for me, I'd rather my franchise operate like the Thunder do and keep things top secret for the best of their ability, uh, which is very difficult to do nowadays, but it has been done before, of course, as we saw last year, whenever everyone, including myself, Kevin O'Connor, everybody had sources telling them that, hey, you know, the Thunder love James Booknight at at pick six, and then all of a sudden they draft Josh Giddy. So the Thunder uh, have misdirection in the past, like James Booknight, also have scenarios where they just tell you outright who the pick is, like like Alexei Pogoshevsky, who people knew was the pick for a month with the Thunder about Pokashevsky. So it'll be interesting to see as details start coming out. Really, 
Next week is the start of draft season in the sense of rumors. Starting next week, if you hear something, it's starting to have a lot more credibility. That will go all the way through the NBA draft until, of course, the picks are actually in and uh, we start to dive into undrafted free agents. So a lot coming up down the pike. That's what we're going to say daily here on Lockdown Thunder through the offseason uh, right here on Lockdown Thunder Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm Ryland Stiles, your host and media member over at thundersensors.com as the editor-in-chief as well. So make sure you stay plugged into Lockdown Thunder. Subscribe for free across all platforms so you never miss an episode. Again, today's show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Check out prizepicks.com. Use the code NBA on the App Store or download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. So let's continue here talking about the NBA draft. Next week's lottery is huge for the Thunder. And we still need to give a ton of credit to the New Orleans Pelicans for knocking out the Clippers from the play-in, pushing that pick into the lottery, because with their 1.5% chance of the first overall pick, their 1.7% chance at the second overall pick, their 1.9% chance at the third overall pick, and their 2.1% chance at the fourth overall pick. With that combination from the Clippers, that is completely owed to OKC. No matter where this Clipper pick falls, whether it's pick one or its lowest point, which would be a one point a point one chance at pick 14, no matter where it falls, okay, that Clippers pick is going to Oklahoma City. And since it has a shot at pick number one, the Thunder now have the same number of combinations, the same chances as Detroit, Orlando, and Houston for the top overall spot. Remember the top or the bottom three teams in this case have all the same shot number one overall, 14% chance. The Thunder finished outside that bottom three, so they have a 12.5% chance. However, you have to add on the Clippers' 1.5% chance to the first overall for the Thunder, and they have as many combinations of lottery balls that can fall their way to get them the first overall pick as Houston, Orlando, and Detroit. So they have the best, they have the same odds as the best odds. So this is a really good thing for the Thunder, but obviously, it's still a long shot for anybody. And the best odds are 14% uh, that you're going to get the top overall pick. And of course, we always see surprises. So the Clippers, we went through their top odds for one through four. That Clippers pick is most likely 12 at 86.1% chance. Uh, it could fall to 13 at a 6.7% chance. And it could fall to 14 at a 0.1% chance. For the Thunder, they have a 12.5% chance at pick number one, a 12.2% chance at pick number two, an 11.9% chance at pick number three, an 11.5% chance at pick number four, a 7.2% chance at pick number five, a 25.7% chance at pick number six, a 16.7% chance at pick number seven, and the lowest the Thunder can fall with their own pick is pick eight, 2.2% chance. That averages out to uh, pick four, uh, which we'll see if that's actually where the Thunder land. So that is the prerequisite uh, information that you need regarding next week's NBA draft lottery. Next week, you're going to start to see where the Thunder fall. Uh, you're, you are going to see where the Thunder fall on, on Tuesday, uh, next week. That is in six days, 22 hours, and 48 minutes from right now. So that will be a ton of fun to find out who the Thunder uh, are slotted to get. Now, remember, if things do not go your way, in this draft class, you want to be in the top three, because you feel confident in Chet Holmgren. You feel confident in Paulo Bancaro. You feel confident in Jabari Smith. You want to be in that top three in this draft class. If things do not go the Thunder's way and they finish, you know, pick four or later, or of course even pick three or two, it is much easier this year to trade for the top overall pick than last year. 
Last year, there was a clear-cut number one, Cade Cunningham. You are not going to get that pick. Next year, there's a clear-cut number one. There is absolutely nothing, as of right now, you can do to get Victor on your team if you're not the if you're not the very first pick in the draft, because that is a gold mine of talent that that team would be sitting on. They're not even going to trade that pick for eight future first round picks unprotected, or nine, or ten, because you want you want the tangible prospect, and you want the tangible prospect right now that you know is going to be good and under team control, versus even. 10 first-round picks plus somebody who's uh, getting close to the end of their deal. So next year, as long as things can keep pace and hold serve as they are right now, next year it would be impossible to trade for the number one overall pick. Last year, you saw it was impossible to trade for the number one overall pick, number two overall pick, number three overall pick, number four overall pick, because going from six, you couldn't get into a draft class that's a clear top five. Because... For you to trade a top five pick in a clear top five draft, well, you have to feel comfortable in the guy you're taking, right? You're swapping the right to say Cade Cunningham for Josh Giddy or Cade Cunningham for Jonathan Kaminga. And then you throw in the sweeteners, right? Whereas, you know, in this year's draft class, there is no clear cut Cade Cunningham that everyone views at the time as a runaway favorite and a runaway prospect. My number one overall prospect. Is Jabari Smith Jr. right now. I can go talk to NBA scouts, agents, executives, and if I talk to five of them, four of them have a different answer than me, a different combination than me, because this draft is a jumbled mess. And that's where it's easier they should have trade up in the draft with the Thunder's excess, excess capital because you might value Chet Holmgren number one and be at pick three, but the Magic who won the lottery want Jabari Smith and feel like he's going to be there at pick three. So yeah, we'll we'll move down a slot and swap these two picks, plus give me a future first-round pick. It's similar to what happened with the Hawks and the Mavericks. The Mavericks desperately wanted Luka Doncic, just desperately wanted him. The Hawks desperately wanted Trey Young, but the Hawks couldn't justify taking Trey Young at their pick. So they said, you know what, Dallas? You can have our pick, that way you get the you know, the quote-unquote right pick, which is Lude, which is Luka Doncic, will take your pick at pick five. We'll take Trey Young there, which is a quote-unquote more appropriate spot for Trey Young, plus throwing a first-round pick, which turns into Cam Reddish. Now, would you trade Luka for, for Trey Young and Cam Reddish? No. But that is just an example of how two organizations viewed one draft class totally differently and came to an agreement. Now, Trey Young's still a very good player, a very great player, but of course, we'd all rather have Luka Doncic. It's just an example of Different organizations in this class will have different evaluations. Whereas last year's class, every single evaluation had Katie Cunningham number one. Next year's class, every single evaluation will have Victor number one. Zion's class, every single evaluation had Zion number one. Now, granted, John Morant's turned into a, a fantastic player, and you can argue right now you'd rather have John Morant and Zion Williamson right now. But at the time, that was what we were looking at. You can argue right now, Katie Cunningham's not the best rookie from that class as of right now for his rookie season. He didn't rookie of the year. Scotty Barnes did. Uh, Evermobile finished second. But at the time is what we're discussing. And so if things don't go the Thunder's way on Tuesday, you should feel more safe than you did last year because it's easier to go up and get somebody if you truly want them. Last year is totally impossible. 
no matter how bad the Thunder wanted to keep cutting him, they were not going to get him. Not for pick six and Shea, not for whatever. They didn't offer pick six and Shea, by the way, but not for pick six and Shea, whatever it was. The Pistons were going to take their guy that's under team control for longer and draft their franchise player. That was it for the Pistons. That was it. Next year, same way. They're going to take their guy that's under team control for longer and not risk falling into a draft like this one, right? Think about next year's draft. Victors are clear-cut number, number one. If I give you 10 future first-round picks, there's no guarantee that half of those have a draft that clear-cut number one like Victor is. That's where the value is, is separated from this year's to next year's class. So this year's class will be much easier to trade up into because of that fact that we can all have different answer and be right. I don't think it's an egregious answer for you to have Chet Holmgren number one, and I have him number three. Or Paul Bancaro number one, and I have number two. And I don't think if you have my number one guy, Jamari Smith at three, even four, that it's totally otherworldly. I obviously don't agree, but it's not just some unheard of thing. You couldn't get a word in edgewise to move Cade Cunningham off number one last year on, on anybody's big board. That's what we're dealing with here in this draft. That's the difference between these two cycles. So that's what you need to know about the draft. Even if the Thunder do not get a good result next week, it'll be much easier to get their guy than it was last year. Now coming up, let's start simulating some results and see what a good result would be versus a bad result. Coming up, We'll talk about that. But first, right now, I want to say about our good friends over at Prize Picks, folks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Folks, Prize Picks is fantastic. It's awesome. This is what you do you pick two to five players and over under on their projections. You can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Injuries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Use the award winning app on both the App Store and Google Play Store. Price Picks offers any prop you can think of from points scored to rebounds and steals. Price Picks offers mixed sport entries. So you can take the over on Luka Doncic's points tonight and the over on Salvador Perez home runs tonight. It's that easy to mix and match. It has college basketball, NBA, college football, NFL, MLB, soccer, MMA, and so many other sports at Price Picks. So for a limited time only, Price Picks offers an exclusive no-brainer offer for our listeners. Offers $50 for free. If a player in your first prize pick entry scores a single point, that's a single point, $50 free, use the code NBA. That's right. Use the code NBA, $50 free at prize pick for on your first entry. If they score a single point, so go to the prize picks right now and check them out. Also, let's say about our good friends over at AG1, folks. AG1 is incredible. It's a lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anythings, while still tasting good, supporting better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. It's one thing with the best thing, AG1. Athletic Greens has the best of the best products based on the latest sciences with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health. It's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all different supplements that you need for yourself. It's an all-in-one nutritional insurance brought to you right now by Athletic Greens AG1. It has 7,000 five-star reviews. Recommended by professional athletes, trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervins. Make sure you check out today AG1 from Athletic Greens. That's AG1 for Athletic Greens. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year subscription and supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NBA network. That's athleticgreens.com slash NBA network to take ownership over your health and pick up the daily 
Nutritional Insurance today, AG1. Make sure you go check them out today at Athletic Greens. We are back on the Locked On Thunder podcast. On the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LO Thunder Pod. Me and my Burton Aaron Chief over at thunderousintentions.com. Thank you for making Locked On Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day we're here for you. Talking Thunder basketball, subscribe for free across all platforms. For your next listen, go check out Locked On NBA Big Board. Hosted by Raphael Barlow, NBA Draft Junkies, and author of the NBA Big Board Newsletter. He's joined by our good friend, friend of the podcast and weekly guest, Richard Stamen at MassDraft on Twitter, to give fans an in-depth look at the NBA Draft, player rankings, and of course, big boards. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast from. Go check them out today. Now, let's dive into this Tankathon simulation. Well... It's almost here. Six days away. Our first simulation of the day presents the Thunder at pick number two. That's fantastic. Now, here's an interesting scenario. So the Blazers pick leaps up to pick number one. And then you have that pick going back to Portland because I think that there's some protections on it right now. Uh, But if they go to number one, they keep it. So Portland gets their number one overall pick. And this mock draft hasn't taken Chet Holmgren. And then the Thunder have the option of Jabari Smith, Paul Hero, Jay Nivey, or anybody else in this draft. For me, you know where I stand. Jabari Smith Jr. is my number one overall prospect. This would be fantastic for the Thunder to have him fall number two. I would go Jabari Smith Jr. just as the mock draft suggests. Number three, the Sacramento Kings. They leap up four spots and get Paul Carroll. The Pistons fall to four, take Jay Nivey. The Rockets fall to five, take Keegan Murray. The Magic fall to six and take Shaden Sharp. The Pacers fall to seven and get A.J. Griffin. And then the Pelicans via the Lakers stay the same at eight with uh, Benedict Mathurin. The Spurs stay the same at nine, Dyson Daniels. The Wizards stay the same at 10 with Jeremy Sohan. Jalen Duran at 11 to the Knicks, uh, staying the same at 11. The Thunder stay put at 12, obviously, uh, and they take Johnny Davis from Wisconsin with that Clippers pick. With that pick right here, with those off the board, obviously you try to move up one spot and get Jalen Duran. But if he was off the board and you couldn't move up for some reason, uh, I wouldn't mind taking Diang. I wouldn't mind taking Akai Baji. Um, I don't hate the Johnny Davis pick, but I like a Mark Williams a lot more than that, just me personally. I wonder if they just trade back at this point and try to get a, a Jovich in this draft if they if they view a guy like that uh, better. And then at pick 30, this has them taking Christian Coloco. I'm not sure that I take Christian Coloco there. I mean, but uh, you can't go wrong, especially if you miss out on bigs at the top with drafting Christian Coloco, who who I do have a, have a you know, high ranking of, but just maybe there's a better play there. And then at pick 34, they have Christian Braun slipping all the way down out of the first round. I have a first round grade on him, but uh, we'll see if he actually sticks up there. The second spin, yeah, not as favorable. This is how finicky these spins can be, folks, because the Thunder fall all the way down to seven. The Pelicans, via the Lakers pick, leap up to number two in the drafting at Jabari Smith. It's Magic, Pelicans, Pacers, Portland, Houston, Detroit, Oklahoma City. And the Thunder leave the draft with A.J. Griffin and Johnny Davis. Again, we've discussed Johnny Davis. A.J. Griffin, I think, could be a prolific score. I think if the medicals check out and Shaden Sharp's off the board, this was a great pick. 
for them considering the circumstances. But again, like I said, you look up at the top and could you convince the magic to come down for pick seven plus a future something or another and a sweetener? Could you convince the Pacers for the same offer or Portland for the same offer? We, you know, we're going to give you the, the 12th pick, which is more reasonable for the Jamie Grant trade you want, plus a future pick uh, for pick four and then a sweetener of some kind or even just another pick. And you get, you know, you leap up to four if you need two from seven. If you just love the guy that's there or somebody falls. Because there's even some boards that don't have that same top three, like our good friend Mazdraft on Twitter, Richard Stamen, does not have Chet in his top three. So technically there's a way that those guys even fall out of the top three. So th- that's a that's an interesting scenario for the Thunder. Not one that you like. 7, 12, 30, 34. Not one that you like at all. Not one that you like at all. Now let's simulate another one and see where the Thunder fall. Bingo. This is the dream scenario, folks. Number one overall pick. The Oklahoma City Thunder via the Clippers. If the Thunder get the top overall pick, you so desperately want that one point whatever chance that we just discussed earlier, 1.5% chance of getting number one overall pick via the Clippers, because if that's the case, you have the Clippers pick at one. And then in this simulation, you have the Clippers pick at one and the Thunder picking at three via their own pick. You get Chet Holmgren and Paula Bencaro in this simulation. Are you kidding me? That would be, honestly, folks, I might pass away. Honestly, folks, if this happens, if the Thunder get two picks inside the top four, I will not only cry on live stream for our draft lottery watch party on Tuesday, but whatever the top comment section on this video, the top comment in this video says, I will do. Whether that's eat a a red hot chili pepper thing, the hottest California Reaper, whatever it's called, whatever it is, I'll do it. The Thunder get two top four picks in this year's draft and walk away with Chet Holmgren and Paula Bencaro or Jabari Smith or whomever with the two top four picks, plus having 30 and 34. And at that point, you just package 30 and 34 and go to like 24 or, or go to 20 or 19 or wherever and get another top guy. Th- this simulation would just open up so many doors for the Thunder if they got two in the top three. This simulation, you, you would not be able to contain yourself with this simulation. I don't know what I would do. It's one of those things where... I can't even think of a irrational thing I would do because of this, because it's so unlikely, but I cannot let my mind wander there. But if it were to happen, folks, we would have so much to talk about. So you're going to want to stay tuned to Locked on Thunder and subscribe anywhere you get your podcast from. I would absolutely love that. But coming up, let's take your question. That's a good sim to end on, folks. I think that you can understand that's a good sim to end on. Picks one and three with the one pick being 11 spots higher with the Clippers leaping up to number one. That's fantastic. Not only did the Clippers leap up 11, you left up one spot. That's chef's kiss. We have to end there for the good karma and get ready for next week's NBA draft lottery. But before we answer a few questions on the mailbag to end today's show, I do want to tell you about good friends over at Bet Online, folks. Bet Online is your number one source for all sports betting information from live lottery odds, of course to the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season NFL futures. Online is your continued source for all sports wagering information from live betting, playoffs, esports, and more. 
go right now to the website or even use your mobile device and check out each game. BetOnline, where the game starts, folks. It's so easy. You type in betonline.net, go to their sports book. We're doing this all right now in real time. And then from near their sports book, you can go to basketball. Let's go to NBA basketball games. And let's see Maverick Suns, Maverick seven point underdogs at home. Tomorrow you have Bucks Celtics, Bucks five and a half point underdogs on the road. You know, I'm going to go Mavs plus seven on the road. The series does not start to the road team wins a game. I think the series starts today in Phoenix. So check out betonline.net wherever you can. It's incredible. You're going to want to check it out today. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. You can follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod. Email the show. Hello, Thunderpod at gmail.com. On today's show, we're going to dive into simulations, the lottery odds, and now your mailbag questions. The first question comes from at Sublime 50 I've actually, I've actually never had to say this out loud before, so I, I apologize, 50. I've never said this out loud before, but you know uh, that I appreciate your fantastic artwork on the timeline, but I just, I realized today that I've never had to say that out loud before, so... Does building block Baisley need a permit to build on Roby Island? This is a very interesting conundrum. I think that Roby Island is our collective group's island. It's for the Lockdown Thunder listeners, for the Lockdown Thunder faithful. We need a nickname for the faithful of listeners of Lockdown Thunder, but it's for those of us. And if you're on the Thunder, you're a part of the collective us. So building block Baisley is free to build wherever he wants on Roby Island. And folks, I want you to tell me right now in the comment section down below, what does Roby Island look like right now? I wrote a very interesting article that got picked up a lot by uh, Nebraska fans, which was hilarious, uh, about Isaiah Roby and about his quote about how he doesn't know his ceiling yet uh, for his basketball potential and and diving into his future with the team. And it was met with some pushback. It was met with some uh, praise just all over the place. But for you, since he's a very polarizing figure of, is he, you know, do you love him? Do you hate him? Do you have no feeling about him? For you, what would Roby Island look like? Is it just a lavish lifestyle? Is it just a fantastic beach resort that you want to live in forever? Or is your only friend there a volleyball? Let me know in the comment section down below or somewhere in between those two things. Let me know down below on, uh, on the comment section on YouTube or on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles. This next one comes from ML Chuckles. Mark Wakefield says, what percent chance would you give OKC to get Victor in 2023 draft? Seems like we might have to get the number number one overall pick, but we made too good to get the number one overall pick. Yeah. Uh, everyone's percent chance of getting Victor in next year's draft is whatever Tankathon says is their percent chance at number one. As I said before, there is no trading for him. There is no package. 
There is no hypothetical package. There is no outlandish package. You're not going to overwhelm a team with just draft picks and get Victor in this draft. You're not even going to overwhelm a team with just draft picks and even a proven player and get him next year if things hold serve the way it is right now because you cannot underestimate how good he's going to be, how he projects to be, and you cannot underestimate the team control that the team was going to have. I mean, you have like nine years with him. So you just cannot trade that in for anything. Now, let's say this year's draft lottery, right? You keep Simmon, you keep Simmon, you keep Simmon, you keep Simmon, and you have a team like Portland leap up to the to the top two. And, and actually, we had a Sim earlier where Portland got number one. Let's say Portland gets number one. Here it is. Here's another thing with Portland number one. Portland, Orlando, Houston, Oklahoma City. Could OKC go from four to one by trading four plus three future first-round picks and Shea for a Portland team that wants to win now with Dame, and then they pair Shea and Dame together and uh, have Jeremy Grant with whatever trade they make this offseason and go get him from Detroit, which seems like it's kind of already happened. And then you have Shea and Jeremy Grant and Dame uh, and whoever else will be on the Blazers team at that point. Maybe, maybe, but even that would just seem uh, like a scary proposition, especially for Portland, because there's already whispers about Dame. Well, there's already fabricated whispers about Dame wanting to leak it out of Portland. And so in their shoes, right, you're now making your Paul George straight at that point for the Thunder. If this does not work, Dame wants out and we have ended our franchise. Now, granted, they'll have whatever first round picks they get in the future from the Thunder, but wouldn't you rather have the security of a nine-year uh, possible league altering player like Victor would be if it, if it holds serves to his projections today. Yeah, you would. So it's going to be very difficult to find scenarios where the team with the number one all pick will want to trade it. So I think that the team, the Thunder will just have whatever percent chance they can get at pick number one. And for a team that I think will not be shooting for the playoffs next year, albeit I think that they'll probably be better than they were this year, just because I don't know how many more times you can pull the injury routine. Um, given that nature, you know, given that fact, it'll just be, kind of where their lottery luck finishes. I don't think they're going to be a playing team or a playoff team. I don't think it's going to get that that good for the Thunder too quickly. I think that 2023 is the year that they're going to go for it in terms of the playoffs and the play-in. So that's where I'm at with the odds you can get Victor in next year's draft, however they finish in the lottery standings. And then you just cross your fingers and hope. Just going to cross your fingers and hope. So until tomorrow, whenever we do our Jalen Duran player profile and projection, be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.